Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, and I'm here with Vicki. And we're going to talk about one of my favorite things. I know. I know, I know. <laughs> we're going to talk about scheduling. Oh, I and love it. it. And it a lot Sabrina's of people eyes twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Scheduling is really important mm-hmm. if you're homeschooling. There are a lot of things that you can just sort of fly flexibly through when the kids are very, very young. Mm-hmm. But by the time you're homeschooling high school, scheduling is really important. Because they've got to earn those credits. Oh, yeah. So if you're just transcript thing. Yeah, yeah. That organic thing is just yeah. not so good. So we can still year. we can still lean into wonderfully delightful moments mm-hmm. of learning, but there there needs to be some scheduling because mm-hmm. and I I know a lot of homeschool moms who really don't like the scheduling piece of it. Yeah. And I don't get that. So let's start there. Why why you have more experience talking to moms than I do. Why do some homeschool moms like well, I not. could just talk about myself. <laughs> I was trying not to put you on the spot. I, you know, I resemble that remark. So, the, you know, I this I am naturally an ADD person. I, I just am. It just is. And so, to it's the part I, of her charm, really, we enjoy it. <laughs> just don't look at my desk. She's spontaneous. You know? <laughs> but the the idea of slowing my brain down enough to figure out what needs to happen when really was an act of submission Mm. like you know like I have to play this game and so I submitted to God in the area of it's when the fruit of the spirit is (laughs) self-control and he really had to develop that in me um, because it just does not organically happen but also there are other homeschool moms that are kind of like me, is we don't like to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one reason we're homeschooling is we like mm-hmm. to do things our way. And uh, so you get the combination thereof. Right. And it really is a, um, a personal development time when your kids get to high school and you really do have to okay. honestly earn those credits on time. So then I've encountered another kind of mom, in, um, particularly in the inbox for info at sevensistershomeschool.com. And this is the mom who really does like to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. And she really doesn't um, have any issue with that. Mm-hmm. And she feels completely overwhelmed and confused because, well, this curriculum says to do this, and this uh, style of schooling says to do that, mm-hmm. and the people in my co-op say to do this. and. What's the right way to schedule my year? I know. What is the right way to do this? What is the one right way? There has to be one right way to do it. Right. Except there's there's not not one one right right way. way. (laughs) (laughs) And there really isn't. And for some people, and honestly, Seven Sister Allison was was one of these. My Mm -hmm. biological sister, who's part of Seven Sisters, really likes rules. And she likes to do things right. Yes. And so she will do it if it's hard, mm-hmm. as long as someone has explained to her that this is the best right way to do this. Yes. And she will buckle down and do it. And there's nothing wrong with being wired that way. Absolutely. You will have exercises in submission to God and character development if you're wired that way, too, because you'll have to build some flexibility and some mm-hmm. respect for different approaches yeah. to things. So, yeah, yeah. It, it can be hard no matter who you are. Now, see, mm-hmm. for me... I love to schedule and I still have a character development struggle that goes along with it because 
I really like to create strategies and schedules and plans. You should see the number of <laughs> notebooks all over, like bullet journals and strategy journals. Yeah, They're like all over her office addiction. here. I have yeah. a problem. Hi, my name is Sabrina, and I have an addiction to composition books. Yes. <laughs> I really like those little marble composition yeah, notebooks. I mean, they're everywhere. I love them. Yeah, but no, the problem for me then was following through. Ah. I love the abstract, <laughs> but I don't really want to have to do it and track my progress. <laughs> so part of scheduling is knowing how to make the schedule and then how to follow through. Yes. Yeah. And making a schedule that is realistic enough oh, that indeed. I can have accountability mm -hmm. in there where we really will get mm -hmm. it done and not just go nuts in yeah. the process. Yeah. yeah. So scheduling is complicated no matter what your personality mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. But it's also important no matter what. Yeah. So um, let's talk about some guiding principles rather than one right way. Yeah. Guiding principles. Yeah. Um, so starting with the end in mind, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, if you aren't familiar with this idea of having a four-year goal for your homeschool mm -hmm. high school, go to sevensistershomeschool.com and look on the blog and search for four-year goal. Yeah. Because um, trying to take things one subject for one year at a time, you'll go nutty in no time, mm -hmm. no matter what your personality yeah, is. Yeah, to have the idea of what do you want your kid to have earned on the transcript and what kind of person you want them to be as much as you have control over that. When they walk across the stage to yes. get that diploma, that's what your four-year goals right. end up as. And that's going to guide so many mm -hmm. other decisions that you have to make. So you won't be making as many decisions in what feels like a vacuum. Yeah. You'll, you'll have that already in place under you. Um, additionally, we're, we're actually, I think we're going to put a resource together for developing your homeschool's mission statement, right? We've been talking about this for a couple of years, and I haven't actually gotten it onto paper yet. But I recently, in one of my little composition books where I was scribbling ideas for things for Seven Sisters, I put that that has to happen before the end of the summer. So there we go. It's now... So the end in mind is, is. all right, so we now you have a bunch of people who are waiting for, for your, your... That's your accountability guy. partner yes. on this. Yes. Yeah, so all right, sisters. so our Seven Sisters... Keep an eye out at sevensistershomeschool.com for yes. Sabrina's guide to that homeschool mission, homeschool mission statement. statement. Yes, yeah, so you can nag me on social media if you want to. You can say, hey, Sabrina, how's it coming? Because, you know, <laughs> you said yes. And I will follow through if you, you help can me follow post, through. Post pictures on Instagram of, of you waiting for yes. your mission statement guide. Ooh, ooh, post a picture of you holding a blank marble composition <laughs> notebook and say, I'm just waiting to use this, and I know how you love these notebooks, and I want to write my homeschool mission statement in here. Yeah, so, okay, <laughs> sorry. We just entertain <laughs> ourselves so much here, don't we? Like a trail <laughs> I, I am not an affiliate for the Marble Composition Notebook Manufacturers of America. I'm just letting you know. I'm, I'm not being compensated for my addiction. Um, yeah, we're going to put together a resource because... Having a feel for that end goal, what do you want to have accomplished when your child walks across that stage? Yeah, why on earth are you homeschooling yes. anyway? And that helps you know what to do when. And then within that too is what type of a climate and atmosphere do we want our homeschool high school to, to have as it's, mm -hmm. and there, again, there's not one right way. Mm -hmm. it, you don't want to say, we hope to have a toxic environment because <laughs> that's really wrong. You know, <laughs> there, there is one wrong way and that's to intentionally create a toxic <laughs> environment. <laughs> 
but maybe you want to have a very relaxed high school environment. Yeah. Maybe you want to have a very STEM environment. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to have a very writing-focused environment. There's or discussion, so right. or artsy. Or field know. trips hands-on, or mm -hmm. living books. There's so many different flavors. Mm -hmm. But um, even if what you decide is we want to be eclectic and make sure we dabble in all eight mm -hmm. of those. I don't know if it was eight. I kind of made good. that number up, but it's somewhere around there. We want to dabble in all of those over the course of a couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, do it intentionally, though. Yeah. Set an environment that, that works well for your family. So having those kinds of things in mind before you try to mm -hmm. concretely schedule with calendars in hand and stuff. And then we get to the calendar part. And I am all about scheduling backwards from target dates. Indeed. We actually have a freebie at mm -hmm. sevensistershomeschool.com in the ebook store. Scroll down to the freebies section. And you can find easy steps to scheduling backwards. And it's just a little a little white paper that I How created. to I tell you this, you know, personal testimony is Ooh. Sabrina taught me scheduling backwards and it was life-changing for this ADD brain. And I love it so much that I teach it to my young clients who they go off to college and they've never read a syllabus, they've never organized their own time, you know, mom right. or teachers have always driven everything. And to, to help them understand that you, you have an end in mind, these are the goals and how to schedule backwards from that. So you just don't know how many lives you have Isn't touched that with wonderful. your freebie. Yes. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, and if, if you have a young person in your life or if you are a not so young person who needs some help in figuring out how to go after some changes in career goals in your life strategy whatever um here don't listen vicky i'm going to plug something here vicky tillman coaching.com excellent excellent place to go to get uh, individualized personal coaching to help you reach goals. We just shared yeah. the today. All right, so here's a, here's a thought. These days there's so many different ways to organize a year by year. Mm -hmm. And there are some families that like to do just, you you take a course and you do it all year long. Mm -hmm. So math all year, language arts all year. Science all year. Mm -hmm. And there are some families, just the personality is they just want to knock things out. And so they want to stick with one subject, plug through and get it out get another one out or do several you know at the same time but that do some half the year and some the other half yep. of the year and there's actually a name for that so you can feel legit yes so that's called block scheduling yep and and we do have posts of that at yes. sevensistershomeschool.com yes. and it's it's very popular in Canada, I understand. Mm -hmm. A lot mm -hmm. of Canadian homeschoolers go with mm -hmm. a block scheduling approach. Yeah. yeah. It seemed weird to me when I first heard about it, and then someone pointed out, well, I mean, universities have been doing it for forever. With, yeah. You know, winter <laughs> session and summer session, where you yeah. take much fewer, many fewer classes. Yeah. But there's a whole lot of hours packed into just a few yeah. weeks, and it can be really good for people who like that intensive learning environment. And yeah, for kids who are college bound, if they're filling out the common application when they apply to colleges, it asks, is this a block schedule or not? Okay. And uh, it just helps them to know what to expect in the kid's senior year. Right. Okay. 
So you decide what kind of feel, what your goals are, what type of environment you want overall, and then you pull that calendar out and you look at some target dates and you schedule backwards from those. And what we mean when we're talking about scheduling backwards is you recognize the immovable pieces in your schedule first. Mm -hmm. If you have to meet with someone from the state for a portfolio review or whatever on a certain date, or if you have um, someone who's coming into their junior year and then you're looking at making decisions about applications to colleges or um, an internship or a missions trip, something that you simply have no control over, that date matters mm -hmm. in your homeschool. Then you put those things on there and then evaluate each of them individually and say, what has to happen by the time I get to this point? Mm -hmm. And you look at where you're starting and where that target date is and you find the halfway point in between. And you say, okay, so what should I ideally have finished by the halfway point so that I don't have crunch time crazies? You know? So as far as books read, mm -hmm. lessons done in the textbooks, yeah, papers yeah, done. Hours logged, experiments, um, you know, lab stuff done. What, Whatever those things are, you, you look at that and you say, okay, so by this date, this has to have happened. So by the halfway point, mm-hmm what should we have finished and uh, once you've done this for all the major things in your homeschool year suddenly the idea of scheduling each subject is much less confusing and intimidating Absolutely. it yeah. just it just lays itself out for you it, it sounds so goofy but it's so concrete and it just helps the brain relax on we can do this yeah. we can capture what the needs are, actually make a workable schedule to get things done. It's just as simple as giving the brain the structure of, here's the end goal, here's the halfway point, mm -hmm. and then you can break it down on what needs to happen when. So then you're looking at those, you've got those end goals or those halfway points, and then look at the life things that are pretty immovable. Things like the Christmas holiday season. Mm -hmm. Things like you know that you're going to have out of town guests coming for a week at a certain point. Things like um, driver's ed is happening at the mm -hmm. local community college for this six weeks, mm -hmm. and so it's going to mess with things. Um, your kid plays sports, or your kid dances, and it's a recital year, and you've got those kinds happen. of things that are going to interfere with mm -hmm. the ease with which you plug through your academics, you know, and build some margin in. So now you're looking at the halfway point, but the first half of that journey has Christmas falling in the middle of it. Yep. Therefore. Assume that you're not going to get much done for a mm -hmm. week, mm -hmm. and now start planning how many pages get done each week during that chunk, with the assumption that Christmas is a wash mm -hmm. and you're not. And then if you do get something done during that week, wonderful, you're a few pages ahead, you're a few lessons ahead, but you're not counting on time that you are likely to not have available to you. Or you plan to do some fun stuff that you can log hours and they can check sevensistershomeschool.com for some yes. week before Christmas That's fun right. ways to get Yeah, we some have a curriculum bundle towards the week before Christmas and it has some literature and it has some science and it has some social studies and it has some writing and um, some fine arts. Yeah, lots of just fun stuff that is legit learning. But it feels like Christmas. But it feels like Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Um, so with with those things in place, with those life things in place too, now you're in a really good position mm -hmm. to set your goal of, okay, we're, we need to accomplish 11 pages out of mm -hmm. our history text every mm -hmm. week mm -hmm. in order to feel comfortable that we're gonna finish on time. Mm -hmm. um, and then you put some accountability for yourself and check in minimum once a month 
mm-hmm. ideally every other week or every week, to just say, how are we doing? Right. And there will be weeks where you didn't get all 11 pages in, mm-hmm. and the world does not come to an end. Nope. But if you have three of those in a row, you know, we should maybe take some time away from something else next week and give it to history, because we're falling a little bit behind mm-hmm. here, and we don't want to get way behind. Yeah. Um, and it becomes very empowering, even if you want to have a very flexible homeschool. you still have enough accountability that you're not going to get blindsided with, Mm -hmm. oh, man, we just only ever did one science lab back in September, and then Mm -hmm. we forgot, and now it's March, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Because nobody likes that feeling. No. And, and again, you know, life happens sometimes. Oh, yes. And to give yourself the grace of, okay, we didn't know so-and-so was going to have appendicitis, Mm -hmm. and we were Mm going to have to just lose school for two weeks. But that's, that's what grace is, and then you get back on the horse when you can. Right. Right. So, yeah, so scheduling in terms of um, very concrete, just it, it, it seems, after this many mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. it seems like a no-brainer to me, and I'm amazed at the power of the light bulb that goes on when we say this to newbie yeah. homeschool moms. If you're using a traditional textbook, you can take the number of pages of instructional material, like not counting the glossary and the title page, you know, mm-hmm. and you can divide it by the number of weeks that you plan to school that year, and that gives you an idea of how many pages you have to finish each week. But for real. It's that simple. Yeah. And the way I would do is how many chapters are in the book. Actually, don't tell your kids this. How many chapters is three quarters of the book? Oh, yeah. And then that's how many chapters need to be done. And then you can break it down from there also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really is that simple. Now, okay. With Seven Sisters Curriculum, we're just going to get personal because this is the Homeschool High School podcast we, from SevenSistersHomeschool.com. We so we're allowed to talk about SevenSistersHomeschool.com curriculum. I frequently, when I'm answering customer email in our info at inbox um have people saying do you have pardon me do you have a suggested schedule for in particular the lit comp bundles the Uh literature and composition bundles Mm -hmm. and um i try to answer that question as thoroughly as i can every time because i understand that there is a sense in which people certain personalities of people open that curriculum bundle and say why aren't you just telling me when to do what? I don't know how many papers to do when, and I don't know which books to read in which order. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to us at Seven Sisters to not say, read them in this order, do this essay this week, because we don't live in your homeschool. We don't know what your style is. We don't know what your outside commitments are. We don't know whether you co-op one day a week or two days a week or not at all. We don't know whether your kid has a part-time job or if you live on a farm and they have all kinds of of responsibility. Mm -hmm. There's so many factors. And you need not only the freedom, but honestly the, the nudge, the responsibility toward tailor this curriculum to your homeschool because that's gonna make the best learning environment. And, and you can do it. You really can. You really can. And one of the most empowering things a, a parent can do is sit down with their teen. Oh. And you include your teenagers in the planning and imagine scheduling? Imagine that. Weird. Why? And then what happens is you've got the teenager themselves 
helping to own what they're doing and visualizing what needs to happen mm -hmm. and what needs to be sacrificed in order for the necessary academics to happen. And then you can wrestle together on, okay, what's really, really important, like, you know, my teen needs two hours of gaming a day. And you go, okay, if you need two hours, then show me on the schedule, make a schedule for me. Um, oh, how that'll happen. work and what will you have to give up? Sleeping 12 mm -hmm. hours a day? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's, you know, so you schedule the right. whole thing together with the realistic, you know, teenager ne teenagers need to do their priorities too. Right. So right. whatever that looks like, because there's not one, one right, right way. way. Yeah. So true. And we come back to it all the time, partly because we crack ourselves up, but <laughs> primarily because it's so important. It's so true. And it shapes so many other decisions mm -hmm. that we make. If, if we are facing a decision that is a hard one, we need to remember that there is not a magic formula. Yeah. And that's for some people that's, that is challenging because it feels better to have one. And that for them, that's their character development. Yeah. You know, for people like, like me, that just feels better. Mm -hmm. And so, because God made all different kinds of people. That's right. That's right. So however your uh, homeschool flavor sets the scheduling process, uh, come into it with some, um, well, first of all, with that understanding that there's not mm -hmm. going to be some perfect way to figure it mm -hmm. out and that you may have to make some changes. Mm -hmm. You may put together a wonderful schedule that then has to be tweaked later. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Um, go into it with some prayer because God is most certainly going to do some sort of character development in you in the process, mm -hmm. no matter what your personality. Mm -hmm. Come into it with your kid alongside because they are going to bring valuable and important insights to the process and they're then going to need to own the process as it yes. unfolds. Mm -hmm. So they should be a part of it mm -hmm. there at the beginning. Write it down. Oh, my. Yes. Write it down. Ain't nobody going to stay accountable mm -hmm. and on top of everything without something written mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. Set some checkpoints for yourself, some accountability points along the way. And if you know that this is how you are, if you know that you struggle with follow through, set some accountability with an outside person. Yeah. And then just a, be a mom friend. If you don't yeah. have to report to the state or to an umbrella school or a diploma yeah. program, that's fine. Just pick a friend. And it's it's kind of fun to have yeah. somebody to talk things over with. Yeah. And don't expect it to ever play out exactly precisely the way you envisioned it ahead of time. Because it won't. And that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it teaches us flexibility. Yep. In other words, you make this wonderful, beautiful schedule and then life happens. But... Mm-hmm. Jesus is still Lord. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, and you can always get another marble composition notebook. Can it's another excuse to go away store get one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So on that very important note of marble composition notebooks, we should probably wrap this yeah. one up. Scheduling. No matter who you are or what your homeschool style is, oh, it's so important. And if, if you're really not someone who is feeling comfortable even starting that process, go ahead and download that freebie. Scheduling Backwards from 7SistersHomeschool.com. It will probably just give you the, the um, confidence to say, okay, I'm going to take a stab at this and we'll mm -hmm. see what happens. So, yeah. So thank you for joining us. And we hope that you will join us, our seventh sisters, on future episodes of the Homeschool High School podcast from 7SistersHomeschool.com. Brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. <laughs>